Hello. Can can you repeat? Sorry, I didn't understand. Just in terms of this match here against Livingston, how important is it to continue the momentum? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, every game is important, so we are just going to look to this one with the same importance of the other ones, and we want to perform, we want to win, and that's what we are going to do. The manager has brought in a few players in this transfer window. How have they settled in, and what have you made of the, of the new recruits so far? I think we are definitely a, a group that um, wants to put everyone comfortable and uh, just welcomes everyone the same way because we know that uh, whenever everyone is fit and uh, comfortable uh, here in, in the team, they will just perform and be, be better teammates. So when we can all develop, it will be better for, for everyone and for the club. So yeah, everyone is happy with the new signings, with the new teammates, and uh, we can't wait for uh, to achieve things together. Gordon, I don't like to do those comparisons because like every player is different and uh, everyone gives like different stuff to the team. Sometimes we are going to be stronger on some stuff and sometimes on other stuff. But the most important thing is the core of the team and the philosophy that Ainge wants us to play. So. Um, whenever we do that, I think we will be closer to, to achieve success and uh, that's what we try to do every day. You obviously scored at the weekend. How would you rate your own form? How, how close are you to your optimal performance levels at the moment? Well, I, I'm someone who looks every day to, to be better and uh, to develop my skills, my, uh, my fitness levels, my tactical aspects and um, that's what I try to do every day. I wake up with the same mentality so that's, that's what I'm going to try to do um, every day, learning from everyone and just be better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's thinking too forward. Like we are still in this season, so I can only speak what about what's happening right now. And right now, we are all happy with the players that we have. There's a lot of quality in the team, and uh, as long as we stick to our principles, I think we will be just fine. Yeah. And in terms of the current form, the, the unbeaten record, how demanding is it? How tough is it to keep that consistency going? To keep that momentum? To be honest, that's something we really don't think on. Like we just go to every game trying to do the same stuff that we have been learning throughout the last uh, 18 months under the, um, the orders of Ainge, and we are just going to keep on doing it. Like uh, uh, every day is a different day, and as long as we enjoy, we will be happy. Yeah, I was waiting on the perfect moment. <laughs> and it happened. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not a, a very good header, but uh, yeah, that one was... Uh, oh, I'm not someone who does a lot of headers, but uh, that one uh, was was uh, a funny one. So yeah, happy with that. And possibly do a, a brief glimpse of uh, all your, your, your new striker at the end of the game, towards the end of the game as well. What have you made of him just in training? He seems like a, he'll be good to link up with, you know, a, a powerful yeah he he's definitely someone who is going to to add to the team he's just being here for a short period of time but um, we are going to give our best so he can feel uh, at home and just perform the way uh, he can do better cheers cheers hi Jota um, obviously we're talking about the rest of the season there and the team is still in three trophies do you feel that for the remaining four months of the campaign, the team can reach new levels, new levels of performance and silverware as well? In terms of performances or in terms of trophy? Sorry, I lost in myself. In terms of both, performance-wise and trophy-wise. Well, we know if we perform very good, we are closer to win. If you are closer to win, we are closer to win trophies. So that's our mentality. But uh, like I said before, we just focus on the present. Uh, on the present, whatever comes in the future will come naturally and we are not obsessed about that. Of course, we have our our goals, our objectives, but um, yeah, today is the day that we want to to be the best version of ourselves and that's what we're going to do. What do you expect from the game tomorrow evening then? Uh, a game like uh, the others, a tough one where we are going to focus on ourselves, uh, try to do our best and uh, give a good show and uh, perform to win to the Celtic fans. Shadow, please. Hey Jota, um, you played against Livingston, you've played against them a few times now at Celtic. What, what can you tell us about playing against that type of style that you come up against for that team? Of who? Livingston. What can I say about them? Well, I don't know because every game is different. They can come with a different approach. So. Maybe it's going to be a surprise, I don't know. So, like, we definitely focus on ourselves. We know some strengths and about the other teams, but in, in the end, product will be always about us. And that's what we want. we're going to focus about. And then we just need to adapt to, to whatever happens in the game. But uh, we will definitely be ready for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I must agree with you. Some sometimes it's quite difficult to uh, to do stuff because they are so deep that it's impossible to find the space. But again, um, we need to be ready for for everything. So we need to find the space, and the best players, the ones who are going to perform and on a top level, need to be able to to deliver in every game against um, every tactic. So um, we should do the best that we can against these kind of teams. Thank you. And now on to our fan media, can I call in Watts, please? Hi, Jota, how are you? Hello, good, thank you. Um, Jota, when you were put off the park on Sunday, you had a big smile on your face, you could tell you were really happy um, at playing football. Would you say that this time in your career has probably been the happiest you've been playing football? Well, t to be honest, like I'm always happy as long as I'm fit and playing football, so sometimes things might not go well, but 
um, I've had a lot of tough periods on my life that I was not playing because I was injured or something else was just happening. And I always think like there are worse things. Um, so I just keep being happy with playing football because like because this is like a blessing. So um, yeah, then moments will be better sometimes. Other times it will be not so good, but. As long as we learn from the mistakes and we keep on being the best version of ourselves, I think everything will be fine. Yeah. You took a moment to appreciate the, the cross from Aaron Moy on Sunday. What has he brought to the team and um, how important is he in this run that you've been on so far? Well, Aaron is definitely a, a very good player uh, with a lot of experience and um, he, he adds a lot of things just like the other teammates everyone is special in its own way so um in the end it's all about bringing the best of each other and to to create a very strong group that can achieve very important things thanks Jonathan. thank you and finally we've got another colin your two questions please hi Jonathan. how are you oh great hairstyle love oh, thank you <laughs> it's all my own cut <laughs> uh, i was just wondering uh, new players don't seem to have to wait too long to get a game at the minute or to make their first appearance. Uh, how do you help the new players bed in? Because you're, you know, like you're now one of the old guard. Am I a old guard? <laughs> well, an old guard is Callum. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not on that level. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I I need I need to run a lot and to play a lot of games to be on that level yet. No, I'm not I'm not over there. Um well to answer your question, I think it's really easy. Credit to all of our staff because if they can enter in our team and perform the way they are doing, it's because they have like a very good homework and the, our trainings are very good on that because they can just feel comfortable on the, the system that we play in and perform the way the way they want. So Credit to to everyone in our staff because they do an amazing job to to give all of the tools for the players to develop. And with new players, new signings, it always involves uh, rotation. There's a lot of rotation in the squad. How are you finding that? Are you finding the rotations is a help or a hindrance to your game? The rotations, like between players. What yeah, you mean? Sorry, squad rotation rather than. Oh, uh, I don't know if I believe on that. Like. That's that's an age ideal, uh, like that. That's not a question for me. I think I don't know. I don't know how he does things. Like uh, he just thinks on the team he wants to put, and that's it. Then it's up to the players to go and deliver the the results. So I, I think I cannot answer that. I'm sorry. Perhaps what what are the final updates? Are you planning any surprise transfers into the club between now and the end of the window? No, nah, no. Nah, um, yeah, like I said, uh, obviously, um, yeah, with uh, today sort of being deadline day for these things, um, there won't be any uh, other incomings. And uh, in terms of outgoing, still some things happening in the background, but um, again, nothing confirmed yet. Yeah, again, just uh, ongoing um, discussions, nothing finalised. Um, but, you know, we, we're, like I said, I think uh, we're getting to the tail end of it uh, one way or another. And, um, you know, um, 
we'll, we'll get a conclusion, uh, I guess, uh, over the next sort of you know, 24 hours. Um, but um, nothing concluded yet, just ongoing discussions as far as I know. Yeah, look, um, you know, from my perspective, um, you know, everything we sort of wanted to get done and, and sort of we looked to try and do within this uh, window we, we've got there and, uh, you know, we we went into it sort of with the knowledge that <clears throat> there were a couple of areas we, we definitely wanted to strengthen and there was also a couple of areas we thought that, you know, they're, they're more than likely to be some exits. So to get, to get ahead of it, you know, we thought we'd, we'd need to to do some uh, business so that we don't get caught short. Um, you know, one, no secret, one area was obviously right back with the OSIP and, you know, we got Alistair in nice and early, which was which was pleasing. And, and the other one was, you know, there was obviously um, <coughs> Jacko's future. And um, again, you know, if we hadn't have bought O in, you know, we could have been sort of in this position now, really um, scrambling a little bit to see what, what we did in that area. So, um, and then, you know, we've added, you know, Tomoki and, and Yuki Kobayashi, who were, um, you know, guys we'd identified pretty early on we wanted to bring in. So, you know, depending on the outgoings, but, you know, with, with Yossip and, and potentially uh, Jacko going out, um, you know, we've bought four players in who are under the age of 24 and, and for less money than, than sort of we've had to pay out. So uh, from that perspective, I think it's... Our objectives going into the, to the window have been achieved. Um, the success of that will will bear fruit, obviously, over the next few months and beyond. Is how well the new players, um, you know, contribute. But to be fair to them, they've already sort of made a contribution. In terms of the, the potential outgoings of those players that maybe haven't had, you know, that opportunity to make get the opportunity to go elsewhere, and also a case of making sure that your squad's the ideal number for you. And, yeah, again, you know, we, as I said, we, we've already bought in players to to sort of insulate if if guys who, as you said, the obvious ones are the guys who haven't played a lot of football for us. Um, <clears throat> if they find other opportunities or seek other opportunities, um, we're comfortable with that. And again, it has to suit all parties, obviously. And um, if that happens again, as I said, I'm, I'm really comfortable that we've bought in four. You know, good young players who um, will be contributors this year and, and beyond. So <coughs> we'll see what happens over the next sort of few hours. But, um, yeah, the guys who, who sort of haven't played a lot of football and are looking for opportunities elsewhere, if those opportunities exist, and like I said, satisfactory all parties, we'll, uh, we'll look to make it happen. Okay. Well, they fit the definition of what I just said. Yeah, I don't think you're not really on mastermind at the moment where you've figured out some some drips I've given you. I mean, I've said guys who haven't played regularly, and they definitely fit that bill. And, and like I said, for us, that's that's kind of where we're at in terms of the squad right now. That um, you know, anyone who's played football and there's been a meaningful contributor, we won't be leaving um, in this window. It'll uh, potentially the ones who will leave are the ones who haven't, you know, got a lot of 
regular game time, which there's you know there's four or five in the squad. Now I'm not going to talk about individuals because then if nothing happens, then I don't want to sort of um, make it seem like uh, you know players are staying reluctantly. So, um, but there are four or five in that category, two of which you've mentioned that uh, you know um, are exploring opportunities right now. It sounds like you're happy with the, the strength of the squad and the depth that you've got as well. I, I think I'm right in saying you like to think of transfer window ahead. So if, if, with this group of players, are you happy to be going into the, the Champions League if that's where you end up? Or are you already thinking of um, developments and improvements for, for, for the summer? Yeah, no, you're jumping a few steps ahead. Like we, Our objective this window, like I said, was to... to a, strengthen the squad and, and look for opportunities uh, which... Um, you know, we felt we're, uh, we're going to be, <clears throat> you know, uh, add some quality to, to our squad. Like I said, the January window is a unique one where I think we can take advantage of certain things, which we did last January. And I think we've done that again by <coughs> hitting markets where you can get deals done pretty quickly. Um, second part of that was, as I said earlier, that we kind of had a feeling there'd be a couple of departures of players who were significant contributors. So we wanted to get ahead of that. Um, and... I think on both those fronts we're we're in we're in good shape now. You know, you're talking about Champions League. Well, you know, we've we're in a position right now where we're competing in three competitions, and our objective is to be successful in them. And um, our planning <coughs> um, beyond that goes, um, you know, uh, further down the line in terms of you know what we potentially can do in the next window. We try and always, um, you know try and plan as, as much as we can, but that's not focused on you know, what potential outcomes we have, that's focused on making the squad stronger every window, if possible. Uh, Gabriel. Hi, Ange. Um, obviously, you've been here for just over 18 months now. This is your third transfer window just coming to a close. You seem to have moulded the squad uh, the way you want. It seems a bit more streamlined now as well, which is, is quite far away from the shape it was in when you arrived back in uh, summer 2021. Are you surprised by how you've been able to do that and, and almost how quickly you've been able to mould the squad into your image? Um, no, I think it's... Uh, is it four? I think it's four windows I've, I've been involved in, including the initial one. And, uh, oh, yes, sorry. Yeah, um, no, look, I'm not, I'm not surprised because that's what I was brought in to do. Um, you know, I, if I didn't believe I could turn it around, and I've, I've said already that I thought that was pretty much my brief um, to, 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 to come in and, and rebuild a team and have success uh, as quickly as possible. And uh, so, yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Um, but I'm also not surprised because the club's been totally aligned uh, in, in the direction we want to go. You know, I've had great support um, on and off the field in terms of, you know, um, the decisions that, that I've made have been totally supported and, and backed. And, you know, when that happens and the club's aligned and you can, you know, do these things and turn things around, um, you know, in, in a timely manner. And like I said, at this football club, that's what you have to do. You can't, you know, spend two or three years, um, you know, trying to get us back to where we need to be. It was a really s small window of opportunity for us to get it right last year. We got it right. Um, this year, the challenge is... To, to continue to improve, which I think we have, um, and that will always be the brief. So, you know, I'm not surprised, but it's not, um, you know, it's not come without, you know, the, the club being totally aligned in, in, in our decision making. Just looking ahead to tomorrow's game, what are you expecting? Yeah, yeah, 
tough game, tough challenge. When you play Livingston, it's always um, you know it's always a, a good challenge, and um, you know they're in they're in good form. They're having an outstanding season. David's um, you know got them up and about in terms of you know really competing in every game. They're in great position um, on the table, and you know I'm sure they're looking forward to. You know, I think they, you know, they just missed out in the top six last year, and you know, I'm sure their goal this year is to stay in there and potentially get European football. So they'll be highly motivated. So great challenge for us, but you know, at the same time, we're we've been in good form um, for a long time now and very consistent in performance and results. And at home, you know, we just uh, got to make sure that again we we play our football and and uh, you know dominate the areas we want to, and you know. Um, the result will take care of itself. Uh, Gavin. <coughs> just, just on Livingston, do you, when you're looking at the, the way they play and the results, do you, do you admire the kind of job that David Martindale has done? Because I think it's probably the pressure is at the lowest budget in the league as well. And for them to be up where they are, it's, it's pretty impressive. I think he tells us that on a weekly basis, doesn't he? So I think <laughs> there's no secret there. Uh, which is which is a nice way of him sort of downplaying, uh, yeah, their prospects and and, uh, and maybe pumping himself up a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. Um, no, look, he's doing a great job, and, and it just goes to show that um, you know he's he's got a clear idea about the way he wants his team to play. He backs his players. You can tell that you know every game they're up for the for the contest. You know they they they're well drilled, they're well disciplined, and uh, and um, you know that's why they're in the position they are uh, in the league. So. Um, yeah, look, I've got admiration for him. I've, got, I've said before, I've got admiration for every manager. I know how tough the role is, to, irrespective of, you know, where you're working. Um, there's always challenges there. And, um, you know, so for me, I, I kind of have, you know, respect for, for everyone who's is in that role. But, uh, you know, I think um, where Livingston are, you know, their, their position on the table and the way they've gone about things, I think you can only... Um, help but um, you know, admire the, the, the work him and, and everyone at their football club's done, including the players. Uh, just in terms of your team news, is it the, the same as the team? <coughs> yeah, nothing really changed. Um, Tony Ralston still out, but um, back with the group, which is good. So <coughs> he's been out for a little while, so we'll probably give him an extra week this week to get right. right. Um, Benji Seagrist had a little bit of a setback with a, with, with a, a calf complaint. Um, so he won't be available again tomorrow, but again, only short term. And um, everyone else got through the game uh, um, all well. No, I, I don't think that's kind of the way we look at it. You know, we, we're kind of looking at it, you know, as I said after the weekend, that, um, you know, we're playing really well. We're, we're, we're getting stronger as every week goes on. Um, we've got a great squad at the moment, knock on wood, that's really healthy. And, and for the most part, everyone is in good form. So there's no reason why we can't finish the season stronger than we, we started the season. So... That's our objective, you know, every game. Because I think if you start looking at sort of ticking stuff off or targets or, you know, whatever point gap there is, um, you're kind of losing sight of sort of what we're trying to achieve. What we're trying to achieve is 
can we be a better football side this year than we were last year? And uh, so far we're doing that and we want to finish the season strong so that we can, you know, um, come to the end of it and say, you know what, we, we've, we've, we've improved uh, as a football team. And I think if we do that, then, <coughs> you know, we won't have to worry about what position we are on the table. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get the rewards that uh, our performances deserve. So, you know, our focus right now is on Livingston tomorrow. And, uh, and making sure we play well because we know it's going to be a tough challenge. What is the got some technically good players in our team, but also that adaptive, you know, being in you know, defensive solidity. Is it how do you keep finding solutions to get around that type of style in the against it? Well, I think it's just you know the, the lads obviously now you know understand that. The solutions for all these things rely within our, you know, our principles and our football. Um, you know, there are certain constants that, that will always be there with the way we play. And as long as we don't get, you know, sort of derailed from that by all number of things that could happen on a, in a game of football, that's sometimes, you know, the opposition, sometimes it's the condition, sometimes it's, you know, refereeing decisions, sometimes it's just the circumstances of a game. Uh, all these things are there. Um, the game of football is there to, to kind of test your will and resolve in what you believe in. And um, you know, these this group of players has been really good for a long time now. In in every time they've been tested by whatever the, the challenge may be, um, they've they've really stuck to the principles of us. You know, playing football a certain way, being aggressive in a certain way, um, being disciplined and structured. In, in, in key areas and not wavering from that. Now, you know, it's easy to dismiss that when you're winning as consistently as we are. Um, but, you know, those wins are the, on the back of overcoming any number of those factors I mentioned before on a weekly basis or on every game basis. And uh, <clears throat> that's the key for us. You know, I keep saying to the players, I can't, I can, my role is to give them as many possible tools out there to, to, to face up to the challenges, but I can't tell them what that challenge is going to be because every game of football is, is unique in, in the way it sets itself up. Thank you. Thanks, Cheryl. Uh, Colin Watt. Hey, Colin. Hey, Ange. Hello. Congratulations on your uh, 50th league victory at the weekend. Thanks, man. Um, first of all, I mean, five clean sheets in a row now. How important is that to your style of football, knowing that you're playing the fast Yeah, look, it's not that we've sort of focused on it, and, and 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 to be fair, I you know I don't get as excited about clean sheets as other managers do or other people do. To much of the chagrin of Joe Hart and the defenders who, who take pride in it, I don't want to be dismissive of it, but I still think it's about what our intent is and 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 what we do as a collective. You know, our our defensive structure is there as a platform to, for us to play football uh, aggressively and, and score goals. That's the basic premise of it, is that the more aggressive we are defensively, the more opportunities we'll get to, to, to score goals, create chances, um, be dominant in the game. So, <clears throat> you know, it's not set up as to how we can sort of, you know, make sure we don't concede. It's more about, well, how can we create more opportunities? And we do that by you know, being really aggressive 
in the way we defend. We defend high up the park, which you know stops the opposition getting close to our goal, which you know has a, has a knock-on effect of them creating fewer opportunities, um, but also us creating greater opportunities. So I've always, you know, my sort of philosophy has been based on playing a certain kind of way, but also being successful, you know, and, and I don't think you can be successful if you haven't got, you know, both defensive and attacking side of the game, um, you know, um, in equal measure as, as a very effective function. and. <clears throat> Whilst I don't get excited by clean sheets, I know that um, having a, a really strong defensive um, approach, aggressive approach, gives us the opportunity to, to do the things that I do get excited about and I think you know, people watching get excited about, and that is you know, putting the ball in the back of the net in the opposition net. Yeah, look, he's um, yeah. It's obviously you know I've already said that he's 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 a key component of of kind of the culture we've set here at the football club. Um, you know, it's very easy for me or any manager to say, well, this is the kind of culture I want. But you know, culture is about people. You know, it's it's about you know will the people in the building believe and and live and breathe. You know, the the behaviours that me as a manager sort of. You know, want to instill in everyone, and um, you know, with I think with Callum and myself, there's a perfect alignment there because we kind of believe in the same things. Um, I didn't have to do, sort of direct him into behaving a certain way or talking a certain way. You know, there's uh, you know, I believe in hard work. I believe in respect. You know, I believe in upholding certain values and traditions in terms of the way we play our football, this football at this club, and. And Callum is a living embodiment of that. So for me, that's really important because if there's if there's any kind of resistance there, or if I'm sort of having to dictate <coughs> those behaviours, becomes a more difficult task. So he's uh, yeah, he's been a, a vital cog of, of what we've built here and will continue to build here. As I said on on the weekend, I think um, my belief is his best football's ahead of him, and uh, you know I think that's exciting for, for for him and, and, and for the football club. Thanks, Thanks Colin. Thanks, mate. Another Colin. Hi, Colin. It's Cynic, Mike. Hello. Hi, Andy. How are you doing? Good, bud. Uh, good. Um, just this season, there seems to be uh, a clear trend, at least domestically, of our opponents setting up in a low block with three centre-backs, three central midfielders, two strikers, just kind of crowding out the middle of the park, trying to push us wide. Uh, you've always emphasised that you want the team to play your type of football regardless of the opposition, but within that, have you and the team had to make some adjustments to overcome what seems to be uh, increasingly similar way to set up against us? Yeah, we haven't made adjustments, but I think the nature of, like I said again before, the, the nature of the game sort of directs you to, to find solutions, um, you know, that, that the opposition, um, you know, will give you. Um, the reality is that, irrespective of how low a block it is or the numbers, um, 
at some point there's always going to be space out there if you're moving the ball and you're moving yourself. And, and for us, you know, if that space is out wide, we'll attack out wide. If it's more central, we'll go through central areas. I think this year, we've, you know, the variety of our goals has certainly been different to last year. Um, and that's not because of us sort of directing the guys to do certain things. It's just the natural evolution of our game that, um, you know, depending on where, you know, where the opposition um, is vulnerable, we, we, we just need to be alert and ready to attack those areas. And uh, I think the reason we're scoring so many goals this year is because, like I said, there's, there's multiple contributors from different areas, um, whether that's midfield areas, whether that's wide areas, whether that's, you know, through the central area um you know we we i think we're a threat um equally wherever we get that space so it's just the evolution of the team and the team will continue to evolve um you know i know you said that you know i don't change my style of play but it's not also about standing in the same spot in terms of you know the way we play our football there's always a natural evolution to the way the team develops and that depends on yeah, the players' growth, um, the better understanding, the opposition um, uh, tactics, all those kind of things help the team evolve in its process. But there are certain core principles and and fundamentals that are are, are always there. And, and you know, when the lads stick to that, the you know the fluency and the and the frequency of where we attack opposition teams um, is just dependent on on the areas where we think they're vulnerable. Speaking of that kind of evolution, you've talked about recent signings perhaps giving you more flexibility uh, trying out different formations. Um, two things we're not really seeing from you at Celtic is starting with three centre-backs or starting with two centre-strikers. Um, why do you prefer not to play that way and will we maybe see some tactical changes of this type uh, with new signings? Um, again, it's not, you know, I think if you look back through my career of you know, I've played with three centre-backs, I've played with two holding midfielders, you know, I've played a whole season without a central striker. Um, so I've never been fixed to one formation. Um, I guess the consistency in that is that I've had success in just about all of them. Um, and for me, it's just about, um, like I said, um, evolving the team in the manner that I think is the most effective to where you know the current football trends are I think I've been managing for 26 years and through that football's changed and it's constantly changing you know it's constantly evolving the way teams analyze oppositions now is different uh, <clears throat> the way they set up you know the, the some of the you know key components of of opposition tactics uh, um, you know uh, are evolving as well so you know for me it's I've never been fixed to one sort of formation. If anything, I'm hoping what eventually you get you get to is that um, you don't really see much of a formation. And I think if you look at us now, I know you're saying we don't play with two strikers, but you know, if if somebody can show me when the ball's out wide that we're not we haven't got two strikers in the box, um, winger and striker, then you know um, that's why we're getting so many goals. You know, um, so you know. We, we don't have really a back four yet. You know, yeah, we, we don't have three central defenders, but sometimes we've got, you know, three players in the build-up again. Um, so it's, for me, it's never been about sort of fixed positioning. And um, I think as football evolves, and certainly as long as I'm managing for the rest of my short career, um, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to, you know, create teams that are 
a lot more fluid in their positioning than just people saying, well, you need two strikers or three strikers. Uh, you know, we need four or five players in the box every time the ball's in there. That's, that's what's more important than how many players you sort of line up in, in the striking position. Thanks, so much. Thanks mate. Uh, thank you all. Thank you.